Welcome to Self-Care After Dark Podcast with me, your host and self-care bestie, Shivani, licensed therapist, author, self-care coach, and CEO of SweetSugarBaby.com. My mission is to educate and inspire you to engage in self-care so that you can be confident in yourself and bold enough to get everything you deserve out of life. Each week, I'll drop a new episode pertaining to self-care, mental health, interviews, expert advice, and or tips to engage in self-care. And remember, if you find value in this episode, screenshot it and post it to your social medias. Don't forget to tag me. So get comfy, grab your wine, tea, or coffee, and tune in, besties. everybody this is Shivani aka your self-care bestie aka Miss Sweet Sugar Baby and I am back with a brand new episode if you guys have not listened to last week's episode it was titled New Year Same Me okay and it's basically talking about how we make some adjustments so that we can have a brand new year right a brand new us so we can make some changes within our year so that it won't be the repeat of last year right nobody wants that right um so if you haven't listened to that episode definitely tune in after you listen to this episode okay so a quick recap because i'm actually recording this probably two or three days after recording the last one i'm trying to you know i'm trying to do the right thing this is a new year right new year new me so um i'm like i have a little bit of time so let's record right now so that's what i'm doing the kids are with my mom so i'm like it's quiet I don't have to worry about too much. Let's do it. So here I am. Okay. So a quick recap. The only thing that's really been going on is um, I've been working out. I've been getting my life together. And every time I work out, y'all, I feel so good. I just, it's just something about it. And honestly, working out is one of the things that I tell all my clients. I don't care what their issue is. They can say they're getting a divorce. Hey, have you um, started working out yet? You know, that's always one of my suggestions because it just makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. Like it makes you feel more, um, like more clarity and thought. It gives you more energy. It's just, it's one of the answers to a lot of problems that I see people, you know, deal with, right? Um, what else yesterday y'all oh my goodness listen my puppy so I have a I have a new dog I don't know if you guys you know have heard but it's a king cavalier okay it's the cutest sweetest dog ever okay and she had some type of parasite thing going on like since I had her so I've been going back and forth to the vet you know doing all this stuff trying to make sure that she was okay she's on all type of medication and everything and I'm I'm believing that everything is cleared up now right so that's always a positive so um once she you know like return to her full health it's time to do the vaccines right so took her to the vet yesterday and I'm like okay we got to work on getting her puppy vaccinations you know I want to make sure that she's good and took her there waiter you know she was a good girl and she got a vaccine like she got a shot everything was fine came home 
and she's like whimpering you know she's moving every time she moves she's whimpering every time I pick her up because she's a she's a little puppy so I'm, I'm picking her up I'm carrying her every time I move her she's like whimpering and I'm freaking out right because I'm like what do I do what did they do to my dog like what is going on so I called the people and I was like um every time I'm moving my dog she is literally whimpering and crying in pain I don't know what y'all did to her but what can I give her for the pain and they were like well come back down let's you know let us check her check her out let us make sure she's okay and we can give her some like some pain meds here I was like all right cool got the dog put her in a car I'm rushing down to the um vet before they close and they checked her out and she has this knot okay this knot on her arm where they gave her the vaccination and they're checking her t- checking her temperature and just checking her vitals and everything seems fine it's just she has this huge knot on her arm where they gave her the um vaccine so they gave her gave us some medication and everything and I took her home and y'all listen I know how to deal with you know a sick kid right like you know my son had something like a week or two ago you know do the Motrin do the Tylenol you know rub him down make sure he's okay I know how to deal with a kid that's not feeling well I was lost with this puppy I was like what do I do with this dog like what is happening I felt so bad she obviously couldn't tell me what was wrong right um and I was just freaking out like literally y'all I was having a fit so gave you know once I took her home I gave her the medication um and it's like some type of anti-inflammatory medication and after I gave her the medication she seemed to be doing a little bit better I woke up this morning and my baby girl is doing fine like she is back to her old self I have not heard her whimper or cry or anything like I'm I'm very happy I'm very very happy and of course my partner is like are you are you okay because I'm stressing and he's never grown up with dogs right so he has no idea you know and most people who don't really have dogs or have never grown up with dogs don't understand how attached emotionally you can get to these dogs right I've only had her for probably about I'm gonna say a month and a half right but when I tell y'all this is my baby this is my baby so my partner's calling me checking in hey you okay everything okay you need me to do anything like you know he's trying to be supportive but I know at the back in the back of his mind he like girl get get a grip you know but I I can't y'all it was it was a mess so that was what was going on that's part of some of the things that were going on um also I went to a funeral today and um it was really sad and it wasn't somebody it it was my sister's grandma right my my stepsister's her her grandma um passed away and I love my sister I'll do anything for my sister and she was coming down I was like you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go to the funeral you know to support right and then you know as we started coming closer to the funeral I was like oh Ooh, I don't like funerals, right? Um, but I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go because I want to be supportive to my sister. It's not, a, you know, it's not all about me, right? Like, and if you can show your face, if you can be there, if you can provide some type of support, and I know how, you know, her grandmother's death really is impacting her, right? So go to the funeral, and you know, we walk up and 
grandmother looks beautiful. Everything looks beautiful. Flowers, beautiful. Everything is amazing, um, you know, to the eye, right? We sit down and then, you know, of course, the funeral starts. I don't know what it is. It's like, boom, soon as the funeral starts, you know, the, the music, people like, you know, the family come in and walk in and view the body. And oh, soon as it starts, like before it started officially, everything cool we good everything is fine I literally viewed the body everything was good but it was just I don't know y'all and the thing is I think it's endings right like as a therapist you know one of the things you learn in school is like you know it's important to have proper endings right you know when you're wrapping up a session or let's say you have six week session with you know with the client week two hey you got four more sessions week you know week four hey you got two more sessions last week hey we're gonna you know have a nice clean ending everything is fine you know if you need anything like you they're they're teaching you the importance of having these endings right but me I have a problem with endings so funerals are so final to me right it's literally people saying goodbye and I am so uncomfortable with saying goodbye like I'd see you later I'm gonna holler at you you know you know whatever even at work even like when I my last days at work like you know when I'm when I'm resigning or when I quit or whatever I hate all right bye I hate all of the emotion around it because it's so heavy and it feels so sad you know so of course you know people are mourning and they're starting to cry and they're you know having these emotional outbursts and you know just because they they love this woman so much right and I am an empath y'all know that y'all these these people are crying y'all I'm crying tears are coming from my and I'm just like Oh, you know, because you feel like you shouldn't cry because you're like, I'm not as connected to this person as the person that's boohoo crying, right? Like, I don't have a right to shed any, like, this isn't my person, but just seeing people mourn and grieve their loved ones, y'all, it just does something to me, even with like celebrities, right? So um, I heard, um, what's my girl name? Uh, Chronicles of Divine Destiny. She talked about um, on one of her last episodes about Twitch, Twitch's suicide, right? She talked about how that really impacted her and how, you know, she feels silly because she's like, I didn't know him, but I'm really impacted, right? Literally, I've had clients after he passed away right clients that I'm literally having to walk through the process of grief because they are impacted by Twitch's death right they didn't know him either but they were so impacted because they just they felt that connection and just the 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 loss of him and just the ending and it really being over for him and him you know his family mourning him and you know around the holiday like all of these different things and I always tell people, it doesn't matter if you knew a person or if you didn't know a person, a loss is a loss and it's still sad, right? Like, you know, while I'm sitting there in the funeral, I'm thinking, you know, these people love this person. These people depend on this person. This is like the matriarch of the family. What what are they going to do? Who are they going to lean on now? Like, you know, it's just, just the whole thing is so sad. But I, I, I went for support, but I always like to think of funerals like this is you know 
this person has lived and completed their mission. They've done what they needed to do. And it really gives me insight to, to look at my life and just say, okay, you know what? I need to make sure that once is my time, I have maxed out everything. I have given everything I can give. I've hit all my goals. I've, you know, touched and reached people that would want to, you know, say their final goodbyes to me. You know, it just really puts life in perspective, right? And not saying that you have to, you know, go on a funeral, go to a funeral to feel these different feelings, but it's always good to just reflect on, you know, where you are in life and where you want to be and the people that you want to touch and impact. Because of course, when you're at a funeral, nobody cares about how much money you made. Nobody cares about what type of car you drove. They care about how um, you made them feel, right? how much you love them, how much you care for them, how much you um, sacrifice for them, the things, the conversations that you've had to comfort them, right? Those are the things that are really, really important. And those are the things that I always think about whenever I go to a funeral. So um, those are some of the things that, you know, I've dealt with this week. Also, just working on reaching my New Year's resolutions and not in a way of, you know, saying, oh my gosh, I got to hit all these goals. No, but just really continuing to just reflect on the things that I want to do and learning how to get out of my own way, right? Like those goals that you're scared to put on that vision board, that's the biggest goal you need to have on that vision board. You know what I mean? Like, I had a client that I spoke with today and, you know, I told y'all, I told y'all, I have been telling all of my clients, do your vision board. We're going to talk about it at the beginning of the year, right? Like this is a clinical technique. Do that vision board and we're going to have a conversation about it, right? So I've been reviewing people's vision boards. That was the homework I gave you and I expect you to do it, right? So one lady mentioned, you know, well, I don't know. I didn't really know what goals to really put on there. And I was like, you know, and I find myself when I did my vision board kind of like, um, what? what should I put on there? Like what goals, like really what goals? And I found, and this is like a common theme that I found with, um, with my clients is the fear of putting goals on your board. It's, it's, it's a direct correlation of your self-doubt, right? Of your self-disappointment. So the thing that happens in life is we will make these resolutions. I'm going to work out five days a week, right? By January 17th, baby, work out who, right? I don't even know where the gym is located, right? We've already fallen off the wagon three weeks into the new year, right? So we learn to distrust ourselves. We learn that you know, our word isn't our bond. We, we learn that we be talking a lot of time. We be talking, we know we be talking, right? So when it comes down to, all right, what we going to do this year, we're scared to even put a goal because we don't even trust ourselves, right? We don't even trust that we can be committed to something. We don't even trust that we can reach that goal for fear of discipline. Like we fear disappointing ourselves, right? What if I put this big old goal on this board? I'm looking at it every day. And then in December of 2023, I'm still where I was before, right? What happens? What happens is you're going to move it to 2024 and you're going to start putting in the work, right? Of course, the vision board is not, that's not the answer, right? Right? 
what it does is it serves as a reminder. It serves as something to work towards, right? If you don't reach all the goals, you move it on to the next year and keep it pushing. No big deal, right? But what it does is it keeps you, like it keeps it at the forefront of your mind, right? And that's what we need because I'm not going to lie, y'all. This ADHD, baby, I'll say something and then five minutes later, I don't forgot what I talked about. So imagine how much more, you know, you'll forget certain goals, certain things that you need to do, right? You know, certain days, you you don't know if you're coming or going. You don't know if you're coming or going. So certain mornings, certain whatever, you're not going to be like, oh, I forgot. I have five goals that I want to reach and I want to do this and I want to do that. Come on, Right. Out of 365 days, you're going to remember your goals every single day, just randomly, just because I doubt it, right? I doubt it. So that is why I encourage you to make these vision boards, y'all. But that's not what this episode is about. This, that's, that's not what this episode is about. So I'll be right back and we will get into this episode. Happy New Year, everybody. Sweet Sugar Baby is our holistic self-care brand that offers self-care spa kits like beard sets, journals, sugar scrubs, everything that you need to start your new year off right. We are running a promo right now where you'll get 23% off of your entire order using the code 2023. So if one of your new year's resolutions were to take better care of yourself, start journaling, definitely visit sweetsugarbaby.com and use the code 2023. So y'all know how I was just talking about reaching these goals and making sure that we planning for the future and that we are consistent with our goals and all of this stuff, right? Y'all, the number one hindrance to reaching your goals, or I'm going to speak for myself, to reaching my goals, okay? Because I don't know about y'all, but one of the number one hindrance to me reaching my goals personally is social media. Can we can we be real, right? I know that if I'm being impacted by this, y'all being impacted by this too, right? These these podcasts be for me, y'all. Y'all can say what y'all want to say. Y'all can listen if you want to. Of course, I want the listens and the, 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 the streams, but this is important because it's important to me. And if it's important to me, it's going to be a few of y'all that it's important to as well, right? Let's, you know, we're, 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 we're one, right? So, um, Thinking about reaching my goals, I was like, okay, so what am what do I need to do? You know, why haven't I done it? If I'm not doing that, what am I doing, right? I'm scrolling. Y'all, I am scrolling, right? So I wanted to do this episode on social media. And I know, you know, people, you know, we all have this idea. Oh, I don't want to talk about social media, blah, 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 blah. But just humor me and listen to the entire episode. And I want y'all to let me know how you feel and what your views are with social media okay and of course y'all I love social media but I gotta I gotta get my life together because I'm I'm gonna tell y'all my stats my 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 social media stats and my my screen time stats like it's really really ridiculous for real okay so being on electronics too much 
has an impact on depression, anxiety, and other disorders, right? Now, y'all know I've already told y'all I have ADHD, okay? Meaning I already have a hard time focusing. So how much more difficult is my focus if I'm scrolling, right? Like I already, my mind be in 15 places at once. So of course, when I'm strolling, I'm not thinking, you know what? I probably should put this down and I probably should, you know, write in my journal and I probably should, you know, work on my orders. Like I'm, I'm, I'm just drawn in, right? So electronics, screen time, social media can impact your depression, your anxiety and other disorders. And I'm a part of the other disorders because ADHD is definitely definitely inside them other disorders okay according to digital wellness institute after picking up your phone you're 50% more likely to pick it up a second time in just two minutes y'all you know pick up the phone put it down listen literally five seconds later boom pick it up again like it's just it's habit it's muscle memory it's you don't even want to do it your body just like hey this is what I'm used to this get my get my phone right 50% of people reported spending five to six hours on their phone per day. Five to six hours on their phone per day. And I'm going to keep it real, y'all. I've been looking. um, if If you have an iPhone, there is like a portion where you can look in the settings and if you look under screen time, y'all, it has the digital breakdown. It has the the the, the averages of time you spend on your phone. Y'all, I'm I've been averaging, I've been averaging 10 hours, okay? 10 hours on my phone a day. Okay? A day. All right. And I know how astonished, uh, how astonished you may be and imagine how shocked I am because I'm like, what? Well, first of all, where I got 10 hours from? Because I be having things to do. But am I doing things as efficiently as I need to if I'm on my phone 10 hours a day? Like what? What, Shivani? What? Okay. People. um, All right. So social media. People go on social media to seek positive emotions right if you have ever felt sad you know seeing something negative somebody says something rude mentally you're just trying to get away what you doing you scrolling right you're seeking positive emotion a lot of times we scroll to get rid of negative emotions right so if I'm mad let me pick up my phone and let me go to somebody you know a comedy social media page let me go to you know cats let me look at dogs let me look at something that's gonna lift up my spirits right and a lot of people go on social media to escape their environment right I know that I've seen it right people who are not possibly in the best environment right people who may have um you know, a lot going on in the home, right? Whether they're having issues with their partner, issues with their kids, issues with their dog, guess what you're doing? You're going to get on social media to escape your reality, right? That's what people do. That's, that's what we all do. I'm, you know, I'm guilty of that as well. All right. So my stats are for this week, I averaged 25 hours on social media. Okay. 25 hours on social media this week. Okay. Now y'all don't, don't 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 get too crazy um the 25 hours does include my youtube videos and i watch youtube at night because i do listen to my you know my meditation you know so i'll listen to like financial meditation um success and goals i listen to like 
you know, what is it? White noise. I be listening to stuff because I be trying to get my sleep and I, I love those um, YouTube videos. So I will put on a YouTube video and let it run for about three or four hours at night. So that does account for some. So don't judge me. Okay. Don't judge me. But a close second. So the YouTube was the number one app because, of course, I'm using it to sleep. Um, the second app, of course, TikTok. And the third most used app was Instagram, okay? So my average pickup times, pickup times is literally the times you picking up your phone. Every time you pick up your phone, I don't know how, I don't know why they even record it because I'm embarrassed. Why y'all recording how many times I pick up my phone? Because, you know, it's just too much. All right, anywho. <laughs> I'm going to be transparent this episode, y'all. Don't don't get up here acting like this is excessive. It is excessive. But I need y'all to look at y'all's screen time because we don't realize how much time we are devoting to these phones. We do not realize it. And when you do look at your stats, it, it's embarrassing. Like, it's really embarrassing. Anywho. All right. So my average pickup times were 114 per day. So I have picked up literally my average pickup time. I'm picking up my phone 114 times a day, okay? So when I am picking up the the, the phone, the, the things that I'm checking, because it records that, it has all this data, y'all. I don't like it. Um, what it's recording and what it's telling me is that when I pick up majority of those 114 times, I'm checking my text messages. I'm checking my email the third thing I'm checking is IG and the fourth thing I'm checking is my Libby app and Libby is the app that I use to listen to my um my books so it, it does my audible book so I'm on Libby I'm on Libby all day so I can see that I can understand that my average notifications for the day is 65 notifications per day 65 notifications per day that's too much listen that's too much when I, like when I saw the stats it made me sick, okay? I was disgusted. I was disgusted because my number one complaint, of course, I'm like, I got all these things I gotta do, but I don't have time. How the hell I got 25 hours to be on, on the phone per week? That's the time that I need to be, you know, writing these emails, you know, building, you know, doing my social media as far as my content creation for my businesses. That's the time I should be recording my episodes. I don't have no reason not to be recording my episodes if I am spending 25 hours on my got doggone phone a week. That is embarrassing. Okay. I'm disgusted. I really am. Um, and <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I know that nobody knows these, like nobody really focuses on these stats because today I took my mom's phone. I was like, mom, let me see your phone real quick. And she gave it to me. And I went to her social media, right? And I'm going to put my mom on blast. She'll be all right. And I looked at her average times, you know, on on her, on her, on her phone. And the social media, it says she spends an average of 23 hours alone on TikTok. I think she had like, how many hours? She might have had like six or seven hours or something like that averaging six or seven hours per day on so on um tiktok that's the tiktok queen but i was showing her these stats and she was like oh my god oh my god you know she 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 did not realize how much time she spent on tiktok and that's the thing a lot of times you know it's out of sight out of mind right ignorance is bliss and it is definitely bliss because i've been living my best life uh non the wiser 
of understanding how much time I'm not spending, but how much time I am wasting personally for me. Cause I got, I, I got a lot going on. So I am wasting time on social media, right? So that's what led me to doing this episode because I really became fully aware of what my social media screen time really looks like. And y'all, for me, it really made me realize I need to tighten up, right? I don't know about y'all because I don't know if y'all check. I have one girlfriend. She was like, I am, I check every week to see how much time I'm spending on the phone and I try to reduce it and I try to do that. And I'm looking at her like, girl, what? It's not that serious, but it is that serious. It is that serious, right? You have to be aware of what is hindering you from reaching your goals or what's just taking up the time in your life and if you're cool with it then cool like be my guest have fun with it right but if you're like me and you're like I got I got a lot of goals on my vision board I got a lot of things that I want to accomplish I have a lot of things that I need to do and working for myself baby I got to do it. Ain't nobody going to do it for me. And if I don't do it, and if I'm not successful in reaching these goals, baby, my pockets are going to be very slim and I can't have that, right? Like as an entrepreneur, I need to be able to have focused, uninterrupted time to build my business. Like them 25 hours average a week on my phone, that's business time. Like that's that's my money and time is money we can never get it back right so that really just gave me a huge wake-up call right so some signs right outside of obviously checking your screen time but some signs that you want to look for to see if you are like addicted to your your social medias addicted to this screen time right and we need to be aware so that we can make the adjustments either of course looking at your stats right the stats alone told me I was addicted I ain't need to check the symptoms because them ain't no way you spending 25 hours if you're not addicted to that social media or screen time right okay so signs that you're addicted to social media is if you're checking your social media apps before um because of fear of missing out right of course there's the shade room there's twitter it's always something going on and i'm not gonna lie i feel left out i feel like i don't know what's going on because twitter is where you go when you're trying to figure out what's what's going on what's the tea what's the what's the hot topic what's the trending topic and of course I want to know and I want to be in a loop, right? So I'm always checking Twitter. I'm always checking Instagram. I'm always, you know, I've unfollowed. I think my New Year's resolution for 2022 was to unfollow the shade room. So I've been unfollowed the shade room because I don't have time for that type of negativity in my life. But sometimes I would have to go into the shade room to try to figure out, oh, what happened with this person and try to look up the the celebrity that I'm looking for or whatever, right? But you fear that you're missing out on what's relevant and what's the trending topic right so a lot of times we're, we're linked and we're hooked to social media because we're like I don't want to miss out I don't want to miss out what's trending right now oh that's trending oh my god you know you want to be in the loop but you're 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 constantly checking your social media to be in the loop right um if you're waking up checking your phone baby I wake up and that phone right there bam right but I know one of my new, new year's resolutions were to pull the phone out of my room why why I got a phone in my bedroom what what you know, like it's not that serious, right? Um, isolating yourself to spend time on your phone, right? That means that you might have a little addiction. If you're like, let me go in my room, close the door and let me scroll, right? Lying to receive access to your phone. 
right? If you're like, oh, let me check my email real quick. I'm just checking my email. And you really scrolling on IG or you know how you'll go to places and they'll say, oh, no phones allowed. You can't use your phone. And you're like, no, no, I'm, I'm expecting a, a, a important phone call. You lie. You lie. You are lying, right? Let me tell you another way. I knew, of course, that I was addicted, right? And we all addicted. It is what it is. I went to the Dave Chappelle, um, the Dave Chappelle show down here like two weeks ago, right? Let me tell you, Dave Chappelle don't play. There's a little contraption that everybody, unless if you want to go and see him, you got to put your phone in this little contraption, right? And it locks the phone and you cannot have any phones during his show at all every time I looked I turned around I'm like where's my phone oh wait wait where where's my phone you know I'm looking for my phone because I'm so used to just kind of any type of busy time or any type of downtime I'm scrolling so to have to sit in the auditorium and wait until he came in you know or not distract myself from being you know by being on social media that let me know that I'm on I'm on social media too like I have this on too much right um neglecting other areas of your life like work like your partner like your kids right so you like get leave me alone I'm on social media I'm on TikTok just give me a minute I'm on Twitter I'm you know right that means that you really you too invested right lack of focus when you're doing other things now I told you I already got ADHD so having to really sit down and focus on something and come up with new ideas and that is pivotal if you are an entrepreneur you need to come up with innovative ideas you need to be present you need to understand how to you know make things connect y'all I put my phone down I'd be like what what I gotta do now I can't even what you know like it makes it hard to really focus on the things that you need to focus on or it's hard to just silence everything because you're so used to the stimulation you're so used to the things that like scrolling and just the instant gratification like you're just so used to it right and that's you know those are some of the things that you need to look out to look out for to to recognize we we're going to know if we're addicted because we be on there too much right but even to look for with with your children right are my kids cutting a food when I take the, the the tablet away you know do they need to have the screen time to eat do they need to you know whatever like you know you want to be aware of that because I, I guarantee you if you're on your phones as much as the next person right we're all addicted it's impacting an area of your life right for me it might be impacting you know me growing my business to where it needs to be because I'm not even focused enough on my business right or it may be for you impacting your kids because your kids running through the you know running through the living room and you on your phone right your kids can fall hurt themselves you know you you lose track of your kid you at the playground you looking down at your phone you don't even see that your kid is about to jump off the monkey bars right and hurt themselves right like being on these phones and looking down and scrolling all day it can impact other areas of your life right it can impact your relationship you know, I've seen people complain, oh, when we're at dinner, he's on his phone. Why are you on your phone if we if we had a restaurant eating dinner? What? You know, like that is, it's impacting, right? Those other areas of your life, okay? So what do we do? So boom, you've checked your, um, your productivity. You've checked your screen time on your phone. You realize that you have a problem. You, you know, these symptoms you can relate to right you realize that you know I'm you know the screen time and the the social media is really interfering with me living my best life and reaching the goals that I have you know in place what do I do 
So the first thing you can do is set limits for social media. So there in the screen time app, there's also a portion where you can start setting limits, time limits, right? So for me, I set my limits to where I think my my all the apps close out at like nine o'clock, right? Like I don't need to be on no apps like that. Close out the apps at nine o'clock. I also have a one hour social media timer, meaning once that one hour is over, I'm done, right? I'm done with social media, right? And I know you may be like, well, but I run my business on social media. I run da 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 da. I do too, trust me. But what I've been doing is I'll get my behind on the computer, okay? Um, and I'll plan my content on Facebook business suites. I'll plan my content there. I'll plan my content on Canva and I'll go directly into the Twitter app and plan my content there, right? I'll go directly in there, plan my content um, so that, you know, my little, you'll see the episodes drop, you know, these automatic, basically automatic social media posts, right? So I'm not on my phone saying, oh, let me post something right now because y'all don't understand how many times I'll go on TikTok. I'll be like, okay, let me post this video on TikTok. Man, I'll open up the app. I done seen five videos before I remember that I just came on the app to post something. What? You know what I mean? That's, that's what I mean when I'm just like, it really is so distracting. Like, and it takes up so much of your time, right? And it's nothing wrong with the F unless it's, unless you want to change it, right? I'm not, you know, badgering you or beating you down because you enjoy social media. Cause obviously I do too, but I know that I need to make some changes, right? So set your limits. Um, and you can say, well, you know, if I'm used to, if I'm usually on the, on social media for five hours, maybe I'll reduce it to three hours. Like, you know, let me cut back a little bit. Let me be more aware of it. And listen, them three hours go by so quick. Right. All right. Turn off your phone during dinner. Make sure that, you know, you have, you know, enough, you know, a, a, a rule, Make sure you have a rule. Hey, if I'm at dinner, if we're having dinner, you know, we go out or even at the at the dinner table, I'm not going to bring my phone, right? Um, turn off your notifications. When you get that little ding, you'll be like, oh my God, I got a, I got a message, I got a notification. Like who, who, who sent me a DM, right? Like it's exciting, right? It's exciting. But if, obviously if, you know, these notifications are to bring you back to the app, they are to bring make you open the app like you know and sometimes I'll be like well we're so distracted by this stuff why are y'all really working so hard to keep us distracted hmm what's really going on right like what's really going on but we're not going there that's not what this um, episode is about but think about that why do y'all want us so distracted and in, in my personal opinion I feel like one reason you know, society wants us so distracted is so that we can continue to be in the same mindset that they want us to be in, right? We can continue to do the same thing. We can never pull ourselves out of poverty. We can never reach our goals. We're going to continue to stay in the cycle and the cycle benefits the people at the top, right? Continuing to, you know, do the things that they want us to do. It benefits the people at the top, right? If you don't have enough focus to work on your goals, if you don't have enough focus to complete your your classwork, if you don't have enough focus to do the things that you want to do for your life, you'll always be doing the things that they want you to do, the things that they tell you to do, right? Because you don't have enough focus and motivation and energy to actually live out your goals, which will make you happy, right? So that's that's my thoughts. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's just, that's what I be thinking. So I'm like, I need to have the focus to, to be aware of what's really going on, right? Okay, so 
move your apps to the last screen to make it less accessible, right? So if you got your social media app and it goes, it's at the fifth screen, you got to scroll. By the time you scroll to the fifth screen, you'll be like, I'm not even, nah, let me, let me, let me, let me take a minute. I don't really need to get on there like that, right? So make it, don't have it on your first screen, right? Um, Log out of your accounts each time you're done with social media. So if you're like, okay, well, let me log out of, you know, Twitter. By the time you log, you you open the app, you're like, man, I don't, I don't even feel like getting back in. I don't feel like logging in because the login process, it doesn't take time, but it's tedious, right? So if you log out of your app every time you get off, then it's going to obviously reduce your chances of logging back in because you're not going to want to do that every time you go on the app, right? Or just delete the app off of your phone. Right? I don't know if that's going to happen. Put it on your tablet. Put it on your, you know on your computer or whatever but just reduce it anyways um create sacred spaces so designated rooms or areas that phones are not allowed in so I talked about you know how I'm gonna I'm working on pulling my phone out of my bedroom right um maybe you know in the bathroom which is the best place to use social media because it's a distraction but maybe no phones in the bathroom maybe no phones in the bedroom you know just designated areas maybe no phones at the dinner table like we talked about earlier if you're feeling like, okay, how do I, oh, I just, I want to get on social media. Go outside, take a walk, sit in nature, calm your nerves, relax, right? Do something else. Read an actual physical book, right? Um, and then last but not least, address the underlying problem, right? So am I on social media as a distraction? Am I on social media because I am a little depressed and I just I need something to make me happy am I on social media to avoid doing the things that I know I need to do like writing that book because I'm scared so I'd rather just act like I don't have the time to do it you know reaching those goals because I'm I'm, I'm afraid of, of doing these huge goals and you know accomplishing these big things like what do I do right like why am I on social media am I avoiding my my environment my external environment right and if you're on social media to avoid your external environment how do I adjust this environment how do I make this environment a more calm and peaceful place that I do want to be present in right if you have to go to social media to mentally get out of the 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 environment then you may need to change and adjust your environment as a whole right I know everybody can't just do that but come up with a plan and work it right if you're not on social media as much you can work your plan a little bit better right you'll you'll have time right um so those are some of the things that you can do to overcome the social media and the screen time addiction I definitely want to hear what your thoughts are about it because I am really trying and I'm not gonna lie y'all since I've been reducing my screen time I've been getting I've been getting stuff done you know like I've been getting stuff done right also another thing you can do is have like an accountability partner so I told my partner I was like I told him about you know my screen time and let him know how much time I was spending on social media and stuff so we challenged each other and we're challenging each other to where the person with the least you know screen time after the end of the month after you know by the end of the January um gets taken out for drinks right so if my screen time is reduced to you know let's say I'm going from 10 hours of screen time per day to like, let's say four hours a day, right? 
And if his screen time is like six hours averaging for the week, then that means that he has to take me out and buy me a little drinky drink. You know what I'm saying? I love that because it's going to challenge me to be aware of how much um, on my phone. It's going. It's a great incentive to reduce uh, my usage on the phone. And it also is going to help me to create a habit. Because of course, if you do something for long enough, 20, they say 21 days creates a habit. But if you do something for long enough, your desire to do it will, it, it, it will, you know, decrease a little bit. And that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that, uh, you know, my automatic response isn't picking up the phone picking up the phone picking 100 and something 14 pickups y'all come man come on come on man all right so i gotta do better with that so i am working on that but if you're working on that and you want to have that challenge as well find an accountability partner talk to your partner talk to your friend and y'all y'all look at y'all screen time together and talk about that i want this to be like just this to open up a discussion about how much time we're spending on the phone and what's the purpose like have we reached all our goals because spending 25 hours a week means that I'm like I've reached all my goals and I got time to just waste and that's not the case for me so I am trying to get my life together that's what I'm trying to do okay so our book of the week is about you know social media it's by dr brian walsher and it's titled influenced the impact of social media on our perceptions influenced the impact of social media on our perceptions so get that book if you want to dig deeper into how social media may be impacting us and impacting our perspectives right um our affirmation for the day is i am focused persistent and will never quit we're gonna quit social media you know what i'm saying but that's not what this affirmation is about (laughs) i am focused persistent and will never quit right we're never gonna quit and give up on our goals i am focused persistent and will never quit so keep striving and i hope you guys reach all your goals and i hope you guys reduce some of that screen time let me know how you felt about this episode i want to know what y'all got to say about it okay we'll talk soon bye